You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 418 of Podcateers. This week we start trying to figure out how we're going to make it work with so many amazing Haunted Mansion themed items this holiday season. We talk about some fun Lego builds that we hope are real or get an official release. Andrew gives us an update on his island, an awesome 3D print build of the Buzz Lightyear toy, plus we talk about what we think is happening with the release of Lightyear. As always, we'd love to hear how you feel about things that we talk about in this episode. You can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers if you're not yet following us, but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. You can head over to podcateers.com 418 and click on the Discord logo, or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, access to our happy hour calls, and random things mailed to you sometimes just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. All right, well, it's time to get this episode going. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back and hang out with us again. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 418 of Podcateers. I thought in Animal Crossing that, yes, we're starting the show right with Animal Crossing stuff, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, since I've been playing for like a little over, uh, I don't know, it's almost two weeks now. I don't know. Anyway, so I just visited Hazen's Island and I got to see his Mickey Mouse Island and all the stuff. And how'd you like it? First of all, I liked it. It's very cool. I like your little Disneyland section. I could tell Thanks. all the different lands and, you know, your little beach. And I like your house with your, you know, you got a recording studio and like a TV, st- a music studio and everything and a bathroom with a desk in it. It's all kinds of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Who doesn't, who doesn't need a bathroom with a desk in it? Uh, you know what? I, I know a lot of people that could benefit from that. So um, <laughs> me mainly one of them. Um, but my question is, I from what I under- gleamed from talking to the people on this uh game is once you like see something on somebody's island it'll end up in nook shopping so you can buy it with your miles or whatever um so i went after i went to your island i went back and like some stuff's in there but not everything on your island is in there so i don't know if it like comes in periodically or if it just they pick some things to show up i don't know how this works and so yeah I wonder if it's like a special occasion kind of thing. What's well, two things? So it's not just that you looked at it; uh-huh. you have to touch it, like you have to pick it up. Oh. It's called cataloging. So yeah, I can try to like push it or whatever, and yeah. So oh, remember okay. the I'm app I told you over. about? Yes. Okay, yeah. so the app so. that I told you about that I was using when I first started playing, mm-hmm. I use it less now. But when I first started, one of the sections in the app are islands. 
And these people open up their islands and they have these cataloging parties. And you could do this with other people as well. I did this on a couple people's islands, including Anita's island. You go, you pick it up, and you drop it. And what that does is it adds it to your catalog so that you can purchase it later on on your island. Mm -hmm. Now, it won't give you every color that's available. It'll it'll just allow you you to catalog whatever that particular item happened to be. Gotcha. So uh, it's not enough to just, like, look at it. You actually have to, like, pick it up and drop it and stuff like that. There are some items, like Melissa said, that are special event items where Mm -hmm. those you can only earn by doing certain things or you can purchase them using Nook Miles. Mm -hmm. If you purchase them with Nook Miles, you cannot buy it through the catalog or you cannot send it to a friend. So certain things like, you know, the Ferris wheel that I have in, Uh in my little like Disney area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is not available for purchase. Like that's one of those things where you have to use Nook Miles instead of Bells to purchase it. Gotcha. Because I'm looking in the in the Nook shopping, which is the Nook Miles one. I'm so confused about. So maybe if I'm maybe I'm looking in the wrong spot because there's stuff that's in Nook Miles. Okay, I'm in the wrong thing. I have Animal Crossing open right now. So yeah, we're there's just two gonna, sets of them. There's yeah. Two sets. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so some of the stuff went in the Nook Miles. That's where all the stuff went in the Nook Miles thing because I, uh, nothing's in Nook Shopping. Um, so that's what it is. Oh, there's a flamingo in here now. That's fun. Um, <laughs> ooh, I like that hat. I'm going to buy this hat. Sorry, I'm buying a hat right now. <laughs> and you go shopping. <laughs> well, so I'm making my, my little avatar look like me. And they ha- I wear, if you see me out and about, I wear a gray hat most of the time. And yep. they have a gray hat in here, and because I was wearing a blue hat, because that's all they had, and now I got gray hat. So there we nice. go. They need to they need to make beards in uh, Animal Crossing, because right now I gave myself some mutton they chops. With they do okay, I got they mutton chops. They make a goatee. For, yeah. And and is that the only one they have, Mel? I don't remember. Is the goatee the only one? I don't I think they have like say- a full beard, do they? I, I don't recall, but I wouldn't, I mean, I would think they should have that because they you added a lot think. more. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't got there yet. I got to, I got to buy some more uh, packages of hairstyles or something. I don't know. But oh, yes. yes. I'm ge- It's only been less than two weeks, so I'm getting there. I got some money trees planted. Um, I stole some flowers from Hazen, so I'm playing, I got a garden of black flowers at my my little house um mm. so yeah it's it's coming along i'll learn and you know i appreciate all the help you've given me and all the bells i've received and all of the fun cool stuff so it'll definitely make things uh, go a little quicker yeah like i said we're we're here to help you as much as possible you know there's some people that love to play the game because they want to do it in the in the order or the way that it was designed like you want to you know go through all the steps but sometimes those steps also hinder the experience because yeah. some of them take so long that if like there were there were several times where I almost lost interest in the game because they're like well come back a week from now or whatever and I'm like I don't have this type of time I just want to get it done. I want to be able to get to the point where I can. The fun uh, part. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. When, when you get to the part where you can like 
raise the ground and add mm-hmm. water and do all this cool stuff to the island, that's when I think the game becomes really, really fun. Everything else is just kind of filler, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of people that love that part of the game, but I remember wanting to just get to that point. It's like, I just want to build what I want to build. I just want to <laughs> play The Sims, but Animal Crossing. Like, yeah. or like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, I'm exactly. Playing, I'm playing right now. I pulled a vine down. Also, Melissa, these vines you gave me are uh, friggin' sweet. And <laughs> You're welcome. I love having not have to pull out a stupid ladder all the time. Right? Because <laughs> my island right now is just all hills, like, like it comes, and it's super annoying. But, You're welcome. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to play and podcast at the same time because why not? I'm digging up nice. fossils and whatever. So, <laughs> Multitasking. So you, got, you guys talk about stuff and I'll chime in. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> well, make sure you get all you can because remember, late summer, later this year, we're going to get Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh, and that's gonna... supposed to be like the Disney Animal Crossing. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to get like super addicted to that one once it comes out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm already waiting. I don't think I'm going to be a part of the initial wait list like I would have wanted to. Again, anybody out there that knows how to get me the preview code or anything so that I could play, I do need it on the Switch. But, you know, if not, I'll just wait. But I am eagerly anticipating that game. You know, it does remind me a lot of a lot of the other Disney games that we've had an opportunity to play. And then you add some of these Animal Crossing elements to it. And I think it's just going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Freaking Kevin. Get out of the way, Kevin. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) He always calls me Wee Wee and I don't like it. He does? Yeah, he goes, "Hey, wee wee." I don't know why. I don't get it. That's that's. I don't. He's a pig. Like, I think he's a pig. I don't know what Kevin is, but he says wee wee, and it's oh weird. maybe because oh he's French. The, the little piggies go wee wee wee. Oh, or, or is he maybe French? I have no idea. This little piggy went wee 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 Ke- all the way home. Yeah, Kevin calls you wee wee, and he likes to talk about bodybuilding. I don't know. They're they all do. They're like, all oh, the I love types. So here's one thing you'll learn about them is we that. We love to exercise. Well, all of the characters have a type, okay. right? There's like sporty type and there's yeah. like angry type or whatever. And uh-huh. so whenever you interact with them, they're always going to sass you or they're going to do something related to the type of character that they are. Gotcha. <clears throat> and so the idea is to try to have. Uh, a good collection of all of them so that they can all interact well with each other because if you have similar types, they're going to be at each other's throats and they're always going to be coming to you with poofy clouds over their head saying things like, I can't stand when blah, blah, blah. Like, he he (laughs) took my this and that and then you have to go play Peacemaker or something. Yeah. Not the John Cena Peacemaker, but just like keep the peace on the (laughs) island. That's a different type of Peacemaker. But, uh, yeah. Overall, it's fun. It's a good way to pass the time, especially when things were fully, fully shut down. It gave you a sense of going swimming, being out in the wild without, you know, having to worry about anything. But this kind of helped with the sense of being able to go out and do something. Um, Man, my my throat is all raspy. And I keep drinking water and stuff. So for the rest of the episode, if I have to clear my throat, I'm sorry in advance. (laughs) It just it's getting worse and worse. This last weekend was one of those weekends where I just it wasn't feeling great. Like Father's Day was great, mm-hmm. but the feeling all around of how I was feeling like for the last few days of the week and then into the weekend just wasn't fantastic. But 
yeah, it was a, a a great Father's Day eventful weekend for me because not eventful in the way where I had all sorts of fun, but mm-hmm. eventful in a way that I feel like I saw money flying out of my pockets over and over because um, so I know we have a lot of things to talk about that were announced and that we want to purchase, but you you know that I love to collect playing cards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like many other conventions out there, there is one called Cardistry Con. Cardistry, if you don't know, is just the, the easiest way that I can simplify it is, uh, and some cardists may hate me saying this, but it's basically card juggling. You know, it's not magic, it's not anything, but you're doing all sorts of really cool, like, displays of acrobatics and stuff with the cards in your hands. That's cardistry. Okay. And so prior to the pandemic, on a yearly basis, they were having cardistry con in different places around the world, and people would get together, they would compete to see what the coolest tricks were and all that stuff. And this year it returned for the first time after a two-year hiatus. And so it was in San Diego where it all started. And I thought, man, the first time it comes back to California and I just can't go. Right. So that was bummer number one. And I remember when they announced it, I was like, oh, every Cardistry Con, they have a good like five or six brand new decks. And I'm like, all right, cool. I've been saving up for a few weeks. Like I got these. I'm going to get these decks as soon as they make them available for purchase. All weekend, I was keeping tabs on Instagram looking at the people posting new ones and they no none of the companies that sponsored it or that were there were officially announcing anything they were giving them to people to play with and they were like just banking on the fact that people playing with these new cards were going to post them to social media to wow. start creating the buzz for them <laughs> Interesting. right and wow. so all weekend uh, I was like constantly checking these accounts that I knew were posting like the, you know, giving you the scoop of what's available for cards. And what I thought was going to be five or six decks at current count is like 22. Holy moly. Whoa. And considering that each one of these decks generally go anywhere between 15 and $20 a deck, depending on how limited the run was and, you know, if it's a licensed product or anything like that, you know, they get a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that there was, you know, at least four companies that were going to release something new. Of those, I knew that they were possibly going to have like a nice gilded deck with like gold lining and stuff like that to make it mm-hmm. like real special for the occasion and stuff. Right. Nope. 22 decks so far. 10 of them is a collection of old 1990s Nickelodeon cartoons featuring uh, Rugrats and the Wild Thornberries and like wow. everything <laughs> that used to be a part of the Nick cartoon line. And I saw those and I sent it to my brother and he's like, yeah, we got to get those. <laughs> like there was like there was no hesitation. Like I sent him a message. He's like, yeah, because my brother collects cards as well. Uh, he's not as deep into it as I am, but he also loves to collect like some of these uh, cool decks. And so there was no hesitation. Like he saw it and almost instantly I got a response and he's like, yeah, we're getting those. <laughs> so now I'm trying to figure out. What can I eliminate? What don't I really want? And what do I have to like stand in line for essentially? Because all of these are releases kind of like Disney does, right? Like mm-hmm. they'll tell you this time, this date, we're only going to release X amount and first come, first serve. The thing that these companies do 
better than Disney <laughs> is that they don't allow somebody to end up with like 50 of one item. Oh, Bravo. Yeah. You know, they limit <laughs> it to like one or two per person, depending on how many are available. Uh, so it's a lot easier to get them. Uh, there are certain companies that are really built on the hype. And because of that, like their decks run out like within five minutes of it opening up. So all the ones that I want, I know I have to be super ready for because those I know are going to be the ones that are going to go quickly. And I, of the 22, I think I've narrowed it down to like a good 18. That's <laughs> and a start. Those, wow. that's, that's and progress. of those 18, I think I have to do another pass to see what I want. Like I know for a fact that of all the Nickelodeon ones, I'm probably not going to buy the gilded versions because those tend to be like 40 to 50 bucks a piece. And then right. I'll have to figure out like, what can I buy later on? Like, what do I think is not going to sell out mm -hmm. where I can wait like a couple weeks to like get later. So I'm going crazy right now. Like it, it was, it was so much to take in. Every time I saw a new deck, I, I lost it. And then there was all these things being announced for Disney that were going to get released. And I, I'm telling you, it was overwhelming where all I saw were the little emojis of the, <laughs> the money clumps just flying away. Bye, yep. money. Yeah. So that was my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the all the other stuff that's possibly going to make our money disappear because, Andrew, you sent this video of I don't even know how these people are getting this information, but it was like they were running around a Lowe's warehouse or something. Uh, well, tell I me what's on the video uh, and then uh, talk about what we saw. Did I send the video? I thought no. you said it. Melissa sent, sent the video. Oh, Melissa oh. sent it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't me. I was, mine was the Lego thing. That was, okay, that was okay. me. Well, that's another I, thing that we got to talk about. So. There we go. So funny thing is I didn't look for this. You know when you're just like on Reddit and you're scrolling and random stuff comes up? So I didn't... I know, I'm going to sound so dumb right now. I didn't know that there was a Haunted Mansion subreddit. I don't know why I didn't think about that. I don't know. Shame on me. So, <laughs> If it makes I... you feel any better, I didn't really either. <laughs> okay, I, cool. <laughs> I have like five or six reddits that I frequent. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I have like three Disney ones and a couple of card ones. And for some reason, it never dawned on me to search for a Haunted Mansion one. So if it makes <laughs> you feel any better, I didn't know it either. Yay. <laughs> Um, so this video came up and I had the same questions as you, like, how did this person know? Um, I've never heard of this person. I, I just was like, okay, this isn't, um, let's just say this isn't like one of the typical outlets we would hear of. So I'm just glad I clicked on it. I'm glad I saw, I'm not glad that I want to spend more than I really could. But it's a really <laughs> cool video. So this guy is just walking in a Lowe's. They they haven't they're not out yet. So you're you're looking at about what, August or so for things like that to pop up for Halloween? At yeah. least, yeah. There's unless you're Costco, it started last month. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we're seeing a lot, a lot of haunted mansion items. Inflatables. The antique clock, 
that glows in the dark that looks amazing. There's the gargoyle um, candle holders, which <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to fight to get a pair of these. So <laughs> not uh, looking you and me forward. Both. <laughs> right. It makes oh, you have us. better luck, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in L.A., so my lows aren't as uh, as picked over. But right. <laughs> on the still, plus side, it was rough. On the plus side, I have a Lowe's half a mile away from me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I could walk to it if I wanted to. What? <laughs> so we got to figure out. We got to figure out when launch day is for this stuff. Yeah. Right. And so that's not even everything. I mean, there's also projectors that you guys had gotten <clears throat> like last mm-hmm. year. They're coming out with some different ones. And then you also have all the Halloween stuff you have or the classic Halloween stuff, nightmare stuff stuff and i'm stuttering because i know it's gonna be expensive but (laughs) yeah (laughs) so a lot of good stuff i'm pulling up the video right now so to answer your question hazen what what i think this is is a um is a tester store so somebody had access to this is you know we lowe's has a store that they figure out how everything's going to be displayed for each season and they you know because they're all standard and stuff like that because i know there's like uh walmarts that exist like that too where like this is the 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 trial run where they they put everything out and see how it's going to do in the new one so i'm guessing this is what that is is the the tester lows and you know so they know how everything gets laid out and then they send that all out to the different lows so that's my guess is what this is um, that's a do pretty those, good guess do those tester stores also have like like outlines of tape on the ground where they're like, that's where people are going to get trampled as they come for the $20 TV. Is I'm sure they do. They, well? That's I'm sure that's like analytics. I'm sure they just have projectors that project, <laughs> you know, on the floor, all footsteps of everybody running through AI. But so I, I'm running through this video that you sent, Melissa, just so we can, we know what we're looking at. And there was a second video that I found too from the same guy. But we started oh. with um, Hitchhiking Ghost Plush. Um, so those are very cool. They're cute. Then yes, we go to the, the dome projectors. Um, it looks like those are going to be 1698. Um, right below that is a Madame Leota animated tombstone, like the one at Walt Disney world. Uh, this price is $109, um, for that one. Uh, hitchhiking ghosts, uh, 109, a hitchhiking ghost snow globe, um, the one that I think you forgot to mention that was probably the coolest thing in there was the Leota in the ball that floated around. Oh, yes. Oh, it's yeah, just that's so super much. Cool. It's like floats <laughs> yeah. around. That one's so cool. Um, yeah. Then, then there's also, yeah, all of the different Jack and Sally Nightmare Before Christmas um, stuff. I'm, I'm flipping through here. They have the hitchhiking ghosts in a doom buggy inflatable. Which is very cool. By the way, if I got anything this season, that inflatable is it. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the one in a <laughs> Doom buggy. Yeah, the Doom buggy. Like that's what you want. I'm rooting uh, for you both because you guys got the space for it. I want yeah, to I, I, I kind of don't. That's I have the a problem. <laughs> I might be able to, but yeah. And then. Um, Let's see. Let's see if I fa- I think I fast forward through too much stuff. But um, uh, the other video, because I, I wanted to pull it up on my computer to look at it. I just looked up like Haunted Mansion Lowe's 
and the first one that came up shows really good uh, pictures of the Leota tombstone, the gargoyles, uh, and uh, the, I guess that's it. It's just them talking about those two things. But the 13-hour clock also looks very cool, and I would love to have that. But that that those things, it's like, I want to put those in here to display. Yeah. And I already have a tombstone. I have two tombstones in here already. Um, that you never are have just like, <laughs> in my reach. Here's my Madame Leota tombstone right there um, from Disneyland. And then uh, on the other side of the desk, I have my one I got from Spirit Halloween last year. So, th- you know, th- that's just Lowe's. They're going to come out with so much more stuff. Spirit I Halloween. Know. Who knows el- who right? else is, is coming out with stuff to make us spend all the monies. <laughs> and this is why I'm having so much trouble because it's the summer of cards apparently for me because <laughs> all these companies are releasing new decks. Not only is the stuff that's that was teased at Cardistry Con going to be coming out over the next couple of months, and I'm telling you, I've it's it's too much with cards right now. On top of that, there's so much Haunted Mansion merch that's being announced right now where I. I keep thinking like, okay, well, where can I make a space for this? And Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff that's just going to sit there anymore. The only thing that might sit for a while is going to be the inflatable doom buggy because that's just too good to miss out on. Right. (laughs) It's one that I think that's one of the things that is a regret if you don't like if you had the opportunity to get it and then couldn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like out of all the things there, that one I think is is the one. Because remember they had the hitchhiking ghost one, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. the three inflatables hitchhiking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never found that. I never saw it any. I don't know if it ever came out. It did come out. Oh, did but it, it was okay. in very limited quantities. And every store that I called, they said they only got like two or three of them, and they were out of stock super quick. And I always wanted them to release another version of it, and they never did. And so now this Doom Buggy's out, and as soon as they have some kind of date, I'm going to set an alarm on my phone and, you know, wake up and go camp near the Lowe's or something, and I don't know, figure it out, because I need this thing in my life. I had sent you, I don't remember when it was, I have to find it, I had sent you something from the manufacturer that manufactures inflatables, it was a couple weeks ago, I'm going to try and find it. Oh, this was there. It is. It's the this one. It's uh, Gemi is the uh, the they they make most of the inflatables. I believe I'm saying that right. G E M M Y. It's three of the singing busts inflatables. I don't know. Oh let's yeah. See. J- uh, June third is when I took and I screenshotted it. So I'm sure I sent it somewhere. Um, but yeah, they're. It's it's always good to um, follow manufacturers Instagram <laughs> because uh, they'll post some stuff that you didn't know was coming out. So every time I end up seeing some of this stuff, I'm like, okay, follow, follow, follow. So most of my uh, Instagram is manufacturers of things that hopefully they will announce something that I want. <laughs> How do you spell it? G e m m y. Airblown inflatables or something hmm. airblown inflatable haunted mansion scene i don't see it let's see i'm up i'm gonna find it uh, you don't see it on oh, instagram i see it it's jemmy industries on instagram oh okay instagram. okay oh they have like 
Grogu in that little pod. They got all they have all kinds of stuff. It's uh lots of cool stuff. Oh, so that's cool. <laughs> Goodbye money. <laughs> exactly. Oh, is that a maleficent <laughs> dragon? Oh, it's just a dragon. When I clicked on it, it's just a black dragon. But they I have the giant Mickey pumpkin. Okay, that's the other one I wanted to talk about. Imagine being able to set up your main street in your front yard. <gasps> I'm kind of torn on it because I feel like it would be like a really cool flex to have a big old Mickey pumpkin. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like people would be walking up to it to take a bunch of pictures and stuff. And they're going to trample all over stuff. All so, over grass. Yeah. yeah, make it all dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thankfully, there's a big area of the grass that's non-existent because I just haven't watered that section of it. Uh, you know it's a drought. You know, we got to deal with that. There's a drought. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make it look yellow like the it's, desert. It's called um, uh, drought tolerant plants or whatever. Well, <laughs> you know. could put uh, just put rocks and then Dirt get is <laughs> put rocks and then put uh, two pieces of lumber. Get you know paint Main Street, point it at a direction. There you go. Hmm. Got your optical illusion. Or <laughs> you just take some spray paint and spray paint the dirt. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> you know what? Let's uh, let's not even go there because I considered it. <laughs> no joke. No joke. You think you think it's it's just being funny, but there is a service that will come out to your house like once or twice, like every mm-hmm. couple of months or whatever, and they have this special paint for grass mm-hmm. that is oh, water yeah, yeah. resistant and they paint your lawn so that it looks fully green but you don't have to water it because it's paint yeah. and as it grows you mow it and then they like retouch it and stuff and they come out whenever they need to i haven't seen i haven't checked into how expensive it is mm-hmm. but i have seen them spray painting the lawns on instagram that's or was funny. it TikTok? One of the two. I don't remember. The point is, I saw them spray painting lawns, and I thought, I need that in my life. There Dang. you go. Instant curb appeal. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, before we keep getting into lawns, let's move on to other cool stuff. Because, like you said, that's just Lowe's. We're waiting for Spirit Halloween. And I know we're going to be in constant contact, and our like our um, Venmos and stuff are going to be going back and forth yeah, exactly. for a lot of this stuff. Whoever so. finds it first. I hope yep. they got three right? of these. Exactly. Who wants one? <laughs> exactly. Uh, now let's talk about this other thing. Since we're talking about Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. there was this tease you sent on Instagram. And yeah. I, I couldn't find whether or not it was legit. Tell us what you found. So as far as I can tell, there was a tweet that somebody just tweeted, I think it was, or it was an Instagram, whatever it was, or maybe it was an Instagram story. I don't remember. Anyway, not important. It was just a picture of a Lego box or a partial picture of a Lego box that looked to be the Haunted Mansion with a butler minifig. That's all you really saw. And I'm assuming from what I can tell... It's like there's a big yellow sticker on it that says like sample something testing. It's very blurry. Um, So I look and I'm assuming this is taken from a a big wide photo or video or something. Yeah. So it it looks legit to me. I don't know uh, the status of this or where it came from. Um, 
I found who po- this is uh, Mini Haunted Mansion on uh, Instagram. If you're not following them, go follow Mini Haunted Mansion. Great account on Instagram. Uh, they posted this, and hopefully, this is a real cool thing that is real, and I can have it because um, I have all the Lego Muppet minifigs. Um, I guess I'm gonna be a Lego person now, so I guess I'm gonna have to uh, find more shelf space if I'm gonna be a Lego person now. Oh my damn! As soon as you said I have all the Muppets, I <laughs> I instantly knew where you were going with it. I mean, I got like here's I got two right here. Here's Fozzie, and there's the Swedish Chef, and everybody else is back there. We talked about it. Remember, I found yeah, I found uh, the last one at Joanne's Fabrics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Of all the places. But yeah, so there's this mini. There's, it looks like, you know, it doesn't look uh, full size like, a, you know, like a, one of those fancy DeLoreans or a, or a Millennium Falcon or something. But it looks, you know, um, let's see if I can tell how tall it is. You know, I'm going to say it's like three minifigures tall, three. Yeah. Three minifigures so about tall, five, six inches tall, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a smaller one. It's a 12 plus uh, on the box. All we can there's not much on this box, but it, it I would be happy to have this uh, little it Lego could say set. 12 plus. It's all right. We're still going to buy it. Well, mm-hmm. that, I'm I'm 12 plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By what quite a ways. So I fall into that category. Exactly. Yeah, this looks fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the picture is super blurry. There's that big yellow sticker on it, which if this is real, mm-hmm. it looks like it was a picture of a picture of a picture of a picture of a picture yeah. of a picture of a picture. And then that was screenshotted and then sent through email or sent through text message. And well, then what it, it was looks, like yeah. chewed up by somebody <laughs> and then it was spit back out. And then they took a picture. And then they took a picture of that. See, what I think it is is like a video that somebody screenshotted. Like it was like panning past something, or it was a big, wide, like shot of like a big display wall of like here's all the Lego stuff coming in the future. And then they zoomed it in really far because it's not great, that's for sure. But it's, I mean, I can read, you know, I can kind of make out sample something, testing something, you know, that's all. I can, but I can read Honda Mansion. I can see Disney. So, you know, hopefully somebody didn't go through the trouble to um, make a, a a fake thing with a big sticker on it and everything because that's just mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get and, our hopes up to spend money. And the thing is that there's always been <clears throat> there's always been this desire to have a haunted mansion set, right? Disney mm-hmm. and Lego have never put that out before like there's always the different castles they have other attractions and they have other sets for disney but the haunted mansion if you like google search it there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have put their own sets together oh, yeah. for haunted mansion and some of them look amazing but they're all listed as ideas for the haunted mansion right it's never an official like set yeah. that's been released this one looks like it's going to be an official set it looks like it's going to be somewhere between 100 to maybe like 200 pieces or something, maybe 250. Mm, not too big. Uh, it's pretty small. But, I mean, this is a great addition to any collection. Whether or not you're like into Lego, if you're a Honda Mansion fan, this is definitely worth having. Mm-hmm. We, My kids are very much into Lego. We've talked about those little 
like uh, stop motion animations that they've been working on yeah. for some time now. And they're always putting together different Lego sets and, you know, swapping them out, combining them to make bigger things. I know that they would have a blast if they had something like this one uh, because it's, you know, it, it has all the required pieces where I love the imagination that can go into Lego, but having proper pieces to really highlight the item or the venue or whatever you're trying to recreate in Lego makes it so much nicer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I mean, just imagine we can do all the different overlays we want on the haunted mansion. You and we can wait till the could. appropriate day. There you, you could. go. <laughs> yeah, you could. Melissa will keep it. You know, Nightmare Before Christmas all year long. You know what? Yes. That's her prerogative. She could do exactly. whatever she wants with her. Everybody mansion. could. You know what? Mine will be uh, Indiana Jones haunted mansion because why not? <laughs> or Muppet haunted mansion. I got or all the Muppets. Muppet. Yeah. There we go. I'm going OG. I'm keeping it. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah. Well, as more information comes out for that Lego set, we'll definitely keep you posted. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram. That's mostly where all of these posts end up going up. But we would love for you to join our growing community over on Discord. Uh, There we have conversations about all sorts of things, ranging from standard Disney things to merchandise to food at the parks to. games that we're playing uh yes including animal crossing and everything related to other games as well uh speaking of which this week on discord a conversation came up about Fortnite because Mm -hmm. in the last episode we were talking about some of the characters that had become available uh as like you know like some of the marvel characters and stuff like that now i've never played Fortnite. i do recall downloading at some point and then i just never jumped into it and Mel has convinced me that I am not too old to play. That <laughs> You're not. I am, I am still at an age where I can get my butt kicked by a 13-year-old that's been playing for much longer. And <laughs> I can still possibly enjoy the game. So I'm going to do it. But but <laughs> I know that there's a lot of you out there that also haven't played and that they ha- that have Switches and stuff like that. And since we're starting to get more into, you know, playing online with each other and doing a lot more stuff together, uh, you know, I thought it would be fun to research a little bit about how we could create like our own. I thought it was a Fortnite server. That That's how much I didn't know about this. And thankfully, Mel's husband, huge gamer, super techie guy, has been super helpful with a lot of stuff that we do and has guided me a lot with Discord and uh, he mentioned that there, there, there's a possibility of us creating our own Fortnite island, which I thought yeah. was super cool because if we do that, you know, then we could all just play against each other and not have to worry about some 13-year-old coming in and, you know, blowing us up or anything. We'll like be that. on Don't the same level. Don't want any bullets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that that's the point of Fortnite and I know that, you know, you have to play to win, but also you know, there's a learning curve, right? If you've never played yeah. before, like, it's hard to enjoy a game like that where you're in this battle royale sort of situation and then you're out in the first five seconds and then you have to sit there for 15 minutes until everyone else is done. You know, that that's a sucky thing to have to do. So thankfully, you know, if we can do this Island thing, we'll be able to jump in. We'll be, we'll be able to play together. And if anyone out there listening knows how to play and you guys want to join us, let us know, you know, we're up for learning. And I know that as we learn more, we'll, we'll have more fun playing it, but, 
let us know if you guys want to do that. We're open to it. You know, drop a message over on Discord. If you're not a member, it's super easy to join us. You can head over to our Instagram stories or our pin stories and check for the Discord one. There's a link there. You can also go to podcasters.com slash 418 and click on the Discord logo there. A couple clicks later, you enter your email, set up a password, and you'll be a part of the community. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out, and we'll be happy to help you get all set up for that. Also, this seems like a really great time to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our yeah, podcast is. fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes possible. If you want to be a part of the FGP Squad family, it's easy to do. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP for a little more information. There you'll find a list of some of our top contributors, some info on the FGP Squad, and a link to our Patreon being a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks like discounts on Podcateers gear, first access to new stuff that we release, access to uh, additional content over on Patreon like the Podcateers after show. Uh, we also have happy hour calls via Zoom where we play games together and we just kind of hang out. And you also get a special section on the Discord server to interact with other members of the FGP squad. So if you're interested in joining, again, podcateers.com slash FGP. But don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'll be happy to help you out with any questions that you may have. And to all of the members of the FGP squad, of course, we want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Thank you. You know what? I was going to announce some Team Boat Willie stuff, but I think uh, we're at the point where I'm going to be able to start setting up some fundraising pages soon. Sweet. And so maybe in the next week or two, we'll be able to announce our links that are going to be coming up for Chalk Walk, our links that are going to be coming up for Walk for Hope. Uh, those are going to be coming up in August and November, I believe, is Chalk Walk yeah, and then so. Walk for Hope. Uh, so more info on that is coming soon. If you're not familiar, if you're new to the podcast, Team Boat Willie is our charity team. Uh, we try to help as many organizations as possible uh, twice a year. Two of the biggest events that we do are Walk for Hope and the Chalk Walk. Both of those events have a very special connection to us uh, on the team. And so they're the ones that we generally tend to concentrate a little bit more on. Uh, and normally what we do is we have fundraising pages where you can go in and either join the team and help us fundraise. You can make a donation to anyone on the team or to the Team Boat Willie page at, on its own. But we also do things like auctions via Instagram where we have donated items, items that we bring to the table or that FGP squad members uh, happily donate to our cause. And uh, we hold auctions on Instagram. The winner of the auction will just make a donation to whatever charity we're raising money for, and then we mail out the item for you. So as those come up, we'll have a little bit more information. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but just know that those are coming. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited for all the ones that are going to be coming up this year. Uh, I think they're going to be in person. Both of them are going to be in-person events again, as far as I can oh, wow. tell. I want to say that this is an anniversary year for the Chalk Walk. And so I think they're going to be planning something pretty big this year, especially considering that they're doing an in-person event again. I'm, I'm still working on and hoping that I can be there in person for these events. Uh, as it stands right now, D23 is kind of up in the air. I wanted to be sure that if I was cleared and good to go, I'm going all three days. So I have a three-day ticket, and I really don't want to lose out on that because I don't think they're transferable. <laughs> so 
cross your fingers for me and whatever you believe send it my way because i do not want to miss these events i got too many things coming up for me to miss out on them um, put it out there yes let's put it out there i i don't want to miss these things so anyhow more on that soon uh let's see let's move on we got a couple more things that we wanted to talk about before we wrap up the episode oh hey the lego thing since we were talking about it who posted the lego casita was that me that was you. Oh, <laughs> can I, Lego Casita rocks, dude! It's yes. pretty. <laughs> it's big too. Yeah, it's pretty hefty, and it's just again the details and everything. If the tiles flipped, I would have lost my poop. I know. That's, that's the nicest way I could say it. It looks. It's really, really pretty. Yeah. Really so, pretty. So is that an? That's just a fan made one. Yes. That, it that, looks that like it's fan over. made. Yeah. Okay. I don't oh think it's gosh. an official set yet. I found that's I go- their home. <laughs> I was just googling it, and I I looked up Lego Casita, and there is a fifty dollars set, which is not nearly as impressive, um, but it does exist on the Lego store, but they're temporarily out of stock. So yeah, that it's we got to post this in the in the Discord if it hasn't already. It is insane how large this is. Okay, look, I'm just yeah. gonna tell you. I just looked up the one that you're talking about. It looks like uh-huh. it is in stock on Amazon. Oh, okay. It pales in comparison. <laughs> oh, there's there's no comparison of these two. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this one that we found, where did I find it? I think it was on TikTok where I first saw it. but It's on Instagram Reels. Oh, it was on Reels. I, it's a screenshot you put so I can see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I went back to the screenshot as well. So I don't know if I posted this on Discord. I will put this screenshot on Discord so you can see it because this is an impressive build. This is like it an is. award-winning casita build here. Yeah, it, it totally is. I'm also drooling over the background because, oh, my gosh, that organization space. Oh, I, know. I live for that. I know. So this whole thing is just beautiful from every way you look at it. You know, it's funny because I've, I mean, I have a lot of things like organized, but I feel like I can always be better about how I organize my oh, stuff. Oh, same here. Me and too. And so, like, I know where everything is. Like, to some people, my organization may not seem, you know, it may not seem logical to them. But to me, it does, right? Like, I know where everything mm-hmm. is. I know where to find it. I know if I'm crafting or if I'm doing whatever or if I need some photography stuff. I know exactly where to find everything. But, like like we said, we could always be better. And you're right. Whenever I look at something like this... Like I drool over it. Like there's yeah. this one there's this one YouTuber. I wish I remember his name, but my kids have been watching him recently because he does a lot of like engineering stuff with Legos. Like he's built like a soda can cooler, like he built uh like these goggles that react with sound and nice. if you shoot like a Nerf gun at it, it brings down this protective lens for his eyes. He built a Batmobile that moves with a remote, a helicopter, an Iron Man helmet that opens all out of Lego. Okay. Wow. Like he's he's <laughs> like this channel's great. I'm gonna try to find it and I will post a video uh on the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash four eighteen, and then I'll throw it up on Discord in case you just want to link to it uh from there. But he's got a lot of great builds. And he has like shelves and stuff and he organizes the same way that this one does. Like you could tell that there's a lot of, of 
thought that goes into how the pieces yeah. are. This is like Lego Master territory, right? Yes, when exactly. When you can break exactly. it up like this, <laughs> like this is Lego Master territory. Like this is what we wanted when we were kids. Oh, like this would have been you're heaven. You're not right kidding. Here. Oh yes. <laughs> so I did some investigating on this this uh, casita build, and it looks like it's from user on Instagram Brick Snaps. Um. And it looks like this guy is a huge Disney fan. Um, he's got uh, Rapunzel's Tower in here, but Casita. He's got Winnie the Pooh. Um, what what else am I scrolling through here? He's got a like a uh, what is uh, what is this like a Ewok tree, Star Wars stuff, Nemo, like the all kinds of stuff. There's Tiana's place. Like there is all kinds of stuff in here. If you're not following this guy, um, I think you got to brick snaps, B-R-I-C-K-S-N-A-P-S on Instagram. Um, shout out to him. Looks like his name is Martin. Um, making Legos or Lego. I'm sorry. No S. I'm going to get yelled at. Wow. Oh, this is Just, so cool. Uh, and they're all quiet looking at the Instagram I'm like feed. Looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at the other shot. I'm not the Instagram reel, but I'm looking at the standard the, shot of Casita. Yes. Mm. Oh wow! I'm and That's then more organization quiet. in the background. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the next video down, if you keep scrolling, he's like, "Where's the hidden Mickey?" He's got hidden Mickey's in his Lego builds. Oh, he's awesome! <laughs> All right, <laughs> he's yeah, awesome. This dude. Oh man, this is whoa! The Rapunzel Tower <laughs> is three times taller than Casita is. I think we need to see, hey, if anybody knows Martin, see if he wants to be on the show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll talk about Lego. This is so cool. All right, we got to move on because otherwise I'm just going to be gawking at all the stuff that he's put together here. Right. Because this is fantastic. Oh, I'm going to show this to my kids tomorrow. They're going to lose it. It's just his attention to detail and everything. Yeah. I just saw <laughs> he posted a picture of uh, Casita. From Encanto, not the, the brick house. And his caption is, I'm a sucker for details. Dude. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. House. I'm like scrolling through. He's got like this Lego Stonehenge. And I'm like, uh. Yeah. It's so simple yet so intricate. Mm-hmm. All right. No, seriously, we got to move on. Okay, okay. Let's see. Uh, what else we have? Let's try to wrap this episode up here. Let's see. Oh, there's uh you know a new film out Lightyear, you know, mm -hmm. and there's been some confusion about it. I planned on watching it this past weekend, and you know, like I mentioned earlier, I wasn't feeling great, so we didn't get a chance to go. But did either of you get a chance to watch it? I know we haven't talked about it. No, not yet. Yeah, not me yet. neither. I've been a uh, busy kind of guy, so I've not had a chance to to make it to the theater to see this one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, hopefully in the next week or so, we will have an opportunity to watch it. Um, but it looks like it's been having a little bit of trouble in uh, in the box office. Uh, it had a budget of about $200 million, And so far this last weekend, it grossed just about $50 million. And there are other films, obviously, in the Pixar catalog that have been you know, pretty low. I think Cars 3 was at 53. The Good Dinosaur was at around 39. Onward was around 39. And, you know, I, I think there's a few things that are playing into this. Uh, a lot of people seem to be blaming 
a couple of things that happen in the film, if not one thing that happens in the film. I don't think it's just that. Uh, I think, and we could talk about that when we talk about the film later on. But I mean, this is the first Pixar film that they've released specifically in theaters. Pixar has been releasing, or Disney's been releasing Pixar films directly to Disney Plus. So I'm not exactly sure if in the few films that were released to Disney Plus, people got used to Disney releasing them, you know, a week or two later on Disney Plus, or soon enough that people thought, I don't have to go watch this in the movies because it's going to be on Disney Plus very soon. Or if people were expecting it to also drop on Disney Plus the way that Soul and these other films did. Um, I mean, what what's your take on what's happening with, with Lightyear right now? Um, You know, it's funny to bring that up. I kind of, before I realized it was a movie, I honestly thought it was going to just drop <clears throat> on Disney Plus. So I'm kind of part of that crowd. Um. There was another thing that I kind of had to read up to kind of understand where this takes place, when it takes place, and how to connect it to Buzz Lightyear, like who we know from Toy Story. And I think this was one of the things that could have happened is I think a lot of people forgot that when Buzz Lightyear was introduced to us in Toy Story, they kind of forgot he was part of a film. And then we saw the whole stock of him um, at a Al's Toy Barn, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people may have forgotten that. And again, I was one of them because I had to read up and be like, oh, I'm reading like comments to, trying to make like connect the dots and whatnot. That right there was like, okay, I, I, I get that. That for sure. I could totally understand. Um but it made me want to go see the movie because now it's like I will understand that and then make that little connection to when we first saw Buzz in Toy Story. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, – I think my biggest guess on this is a marketing confusion. Yeah. Um, th- I, I just think people don't know what this movie's about, so they're just like, eh, I'll just go wait till it's on Disney+. Plus. Um. I've, there's a great image out there. I don't remember if it was an official Disney image or if um, if it was just a fan image. But it is Andy with all his toys lined, sitting in the th- seats of the movie theater, getting ready to watch Lightyear. Like that's the the whole concept of this movie is this is the, according to the director, and it's it's none of this was in the marketing, so you have to like go by comments, which is not good. Is like this is the movie Andy saw that then spun off the Buzz Lightyear toy. So this is this is what this is the like Andy's Star Wars is the the quote that's been being used. Um so that's like in in the universe of Toy Story, the Buzz Lightyear movie is like the biggest movie and you know everybody loves it and there you go, we got all the toys. So that's um I think kind of where the marketing has been you know is not been hitting what this is and people are confused if if we had a commercial and it was like you know they made some animation that was just for the commercial of of andy you know young andy going to the movie theater buying a ticket for lightyear you know you pan up and the screen comes up and it's lightyear and we see this and it kind of explained like 
what is going on, then I think a lot of people might uh, give this movie a little more, um, uh, give it a chance, I guess I should say, um, because they know what they're getting into. Um, Pixar could have also had the opportunity just to make this not a Buzz Lightyear movie, and it could have just been a cool space movie. Um, that could have been the other thing, and people might have been more receptive to it because they weren't confused about this is Buzz Lightyear and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so there's a couple different options there. I mean, with the 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 option of a, a space movie is kind of way in the past, so I, I I would blame it, you know, sort you know squarely mostly on the marketing for for confusing the audience. If if I had to say anything, because like I said, it you had to read tweets and go into Reddit posts and and all this stuff from different people to figure out what this movie is supposed to be before the movie came out. Um, so that's that that's what I think happened anyway. Yeah, I, I think that sums it up really well. I think the confusion behind it is really what contributes the most to the poor opening, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, wrap it a lot, wrap it up with a little bit of what Mel was talking about. Because remember when I first, when we first heard about it, I thought it was going to be a series on Disney Plus, that it yeah. wasn't even going to be a film. I thought it was going to be a series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wrap all of that together and you kind of get what, where we ended up, right? And then right. on top of that, it is compounded with, you know, how people feel about a particular scene in the film. And, uh, you know, I, I I think I've seen the scene. I think they've added it to promotional, like actual marketing and the trailers and stuff. And if that's the scene, honestly, I don't know what people are losing it over. Like, it it's it's a wholesome piece, right? Like it yeah. happens so quickly, and it just shows you how. Like, I don't want to say it because, like, I, if you haven't seen it, it's gonna kind of spoil that part of the film. But, um. Yeah, it's if that's very the, if PG. that's I know if that's what people are losing <laughs> it over, I don't know what to tell you, right? Uh, the piece that you're talking about, Andrew, I've seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually two different pieces. Uh, it was the one in the movie theater, and yes. then there was another one where it was Andy with the Buzz Lightyear doll meeting like a full size version of Buzz Lightyear with socks. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was, I think, I don't think it was official fan work. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know if it was official artwork for marketing purposes, but both of the pieces were drawn by an artist known as Tim Evett. And um, they they made their rounds, obviously, through social media. I know they went all around Twitter. They were on Reddit for a while. I think I saw a couple people post it on Instagram as well. But I didn't see or I don't recall any of the official Disney accounts posting them. Um, Yeah, if you go into this film. Well, according to LinkedIn, Tim Evett works at Pixar. So I don't know. Oh, then there you go. Maybe it was just (laughs) concept art for the film, but it was never actually used for marketing. And maybe he released it. I'm doing a deep dive uh, with this right now. Yeah, maybe he released it as a "Hey, here's something that I worked on" situation. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm doing some deep diving while you're talking. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything that you both said, you know, I really do believe is part of what contributed to all of this. And I mean, 
if you go into it understanding that it's not a Toy Story film, I think that's the biggest misconception. Don't go into this thinking it's a Toy Story film. Think yes. of this film yeah. as they're trying to break the fourth wall into the fifth wall almost. You know, for you to understand what's happening with this toy that Andy became obsessed with. Uh, you know, if the fact that Tim Allen isn't voicing the Lightyear character is fine because yeah. Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear the toy. He's not Lightyear the astronaut that goes on these adventures, right? It's, yeah. it's I think I might have mentioned this before, but it's it's kind of like the the Tom Hanks does the Woody voice in the movie and then his brother Jim Hanks does all the voices for the toys and everything like yeah. they get a lot of yeah. the toys they get sound alikes because the actors are so big they don't want to do the toys like they're too busy it doesn't get pay them enough money so then they get another guy so that that is 100% believable to me and a lot of people are like well Tim Allen got ripped off and did, it's not like they brought a bunch of other people back from Toy Story and just not Tim Allen they're doing like a whole thing here so that's my little rant there yeah hey by the way i just saw another tweet where people were posting the piece with andy in the movie theater because uh -huh. they were being given away at amc theaters when you went to go watch the film gotcha yeah so I, this looks like it was promotional art but i don't know like where maybe it was just art that was made to do that to give out at theaters and and stuff like that so i I think just using that in the marketing more, that, that kind of idea, Andy walks into the theater, sets up his popcorn, all right, then Lightyear comes on the screen, and you, then you see his reactions to stuff while you're hearing things. I think that would make a cool little promo, mm -hmm. and it would give you the idea of what this movie is. You know, you keep cutting between Andy and the screen or something. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a movie promo guy, but I think that would cut get across the idea that what this movie is supposed to be um and instead of like all right we're just doing all of this um uh stuff about in the movie but you're supposed to know this i don't know i keep talking about the same thing so yeah it's it's confusing and i think that's where people are are why people aren't seeing this yeah is they're confused well, I'm curious. I, I'd i like to know for anyone that had an opportunity to watch it this weekend, how did you feel about it? You know, did you go into it knowing that it wasn't a full-blown Toy Story film and you knew the premise of it? Were you able to enjoy it? Was there anything in there that just felt a little disconnected or was it just connected enough where, you know, it felt right? You know, because I think that the word of mouth obviously is going to be huge for this film. And sadly, a lot of the word of mouth going around right now isn't great. And I think that's contributing to the, the low box office as well. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping to watch it next weekend. I'm hoping that we get an opportunity to to experience it ourselves, to leave the biases that people are posting about it behind and then just see how I feel about it right because yeah. I, I like the premise honestly I think it's a fun it's a fun way to tell the story it's a way to keep it within the Toy Story universe but hover around it all at the same time right and mm -hmm. I I don't know there there's a way to do this like I how do I say this I I think if we got like somebody mentioned that 
this would have been better if they made like a Woody's Roundup film. And there's a part of me that's inclined to agree with that because it would have been a much more familiar concept because Woody's Roundup was based on the actual Woody doll, right? It could have been that particular character. But there's there's something about Lightyear that I really like, the fact that there's this whole meta universe inside of the Toy Story films that we're aware of but disconnected from and now they're trying to connect us out into this metaverse that exists within the Toy Story universe, right? So Mm -hmm. Andy loves this character and because he saw this movie, he wants this Buzz Lightyear toy and Buzz Lightyear now becomes a part of the adventure because of this one film that Andy saw, right? It's a pretty simple premise. So I dig it. I can't wait to watch this film. Uh, But again, if any of you saw it, let us know how you felt. Join us over on Discord. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible when we're talking about it. And then, you know, we'll wait a couple weeks, and then we'll talk about it once we all have an opportunity to watch it. Um, Hey, speaking of of Discord, before we we wrap this up, we did post this last week uh, over uh, from episode 417. We asked, would you like to see Disney Plus and Hulu merge into one service? And it looks like we had uh, a lot of people say yes. They would love to see both of the services merge. There were a couple of questions that came up. Brian made a really great point about possibly merging ESPN+. The bundle. Yeah, the bundle. Because it is something that they offer right now. You do get a little bit of a discount when you get all three services. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, uh, honestly, we we talked a little bit about it on Discord. And I think what it comes down to is how does Disney see ESPN Plus? And do they feel that they can market it as a whole separate thing? you know, without, like, the family component. It's just, like, a sports component, right? If they can sell that service to bars or to sports bars or restaurants or something that want to play games in the background or something, I think they can make their money that way. And then they keep, like, Hulu and Disney Plus as its own service with the option of tacking on ESPN Plus for a few dollars more monthly. But when when I'm talking about merging the services... I don't mean paying one price and then you launch the Hulu app to watch something and you launch the Disney Plus app to watch another thing. I mean like fully merge the two. I mean one app where everything that's available on both services would become part of a single app experience and hopefully it's the Hulu one because let's face it, the Disney Plus app needs some work and if it's between the two, I'd rather have the Hulu interface. (laughs) (laughs) True that. Um, but yeah, that's what I meant. So if that wasn't clear, I'm sorry. But uh, even with what we knew, it looks like there there was a larger response for yes, they would like to see the the services merge. So uh, we'll post the the question for Lightyear and on Discord as well, and see if anybody had a, a chance to watch it or if anybody wants to talk about it, we could do it there. But. Um, so a couple more things. We'll, we'll wrap on a couple more Buzz Lightyear items, considering that that's the last thing that we talked about before we wrap yeah, up the episode. One of them is, yes or no, do you think that Space Mountain would ever get a re-theme for Lightyear or for Buzz Lightyear? 
No. No. <laughs> Not in a no. million years. I could, I could see a temporary thing, but yeah. the way these comments are going, they're like, yep, it's permanent. Buzz Lightyear's coming to Space Mountain. It's like, they don't even keep up the Buzz Lightyear right they got. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and it- They already got a Buzz Lightyear ride. They could retheme that to Lightyear. Ooh, what a concept. And it is. it would be fairly close to the one that already exists. So you yeah. don't want to double up, right? I mean, the, exactly. if you yeah. want to count Toy Story Midway Mania, he also kind of has that attraction. Like, it's not mm-hmm. just yeah. his, but you know what I mean? On the Along the same token, though, there was a face character dressed up as Lightyear, you know, as the buzz from Captain Lightyear, Lightyear, Captain Lightyear, walking around Tomorrowland. Uh, he didn't have you know, the standard, you know, type of face that you would see on those characters. It was an actual face head. character. Yeah, there was no plastic head involved, uh, no helmet, no dome or anything like that. It was just the mm-hmm. spacesuit and a person. Looks like that debuted this past week. It looks like a fun uh, meet and greet. I think if yeah. you enjoy Buzz, it's definitely something new to do. I, I believe they're meeting on the terrace. That's what it looks from all the photos I've seen. It does look like it's front of the stage. Yeah. So if you're looking for that one, that's where you would want to go to get your picture with Captain Lightyear. Um, but yeah, on on the Space Mountain thing, I don't even think a temporary re like a retheme yeah. is necessary. I think no, that, I agree. Yeah, I don't know if it happens, it happens. But is it necessary? No, I don't think so. Yeah. People have also been getting up in arms about how they are not a fan of this uh, Lightyear uh, face character at Disneyland for some reason. And uh, clear jets, buddy boys. That's all I have to say about that. Like, because it's not the Buzz Lightyear they know. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, and people are like, the Pixar, pick no Pixar characters have, you know, uh, real faces. And lo and behold, they forget I mean, you got Merida. There's a face character right there for you. Pixar movie, haha. So that it's not the only one. I mean, there's only one other one, but yeah. it's not the first time this has been done. Um, it it gives you so much more, uh, you know, capabilities to interact with with the guests if you yeah. can talk and not yeah. just wiggle your head about. Um, and not just that. So, can I just mention like what cast members go through heat wise? When they are in these costumes. Oh, yeah. like Under yeah, layers. Yeah. I mean, they have fans and stuff to kind of help it out. But it's nothing like not having that big head put on. I'm exactly. sorry if right. I'm ruining the magic for you. But it's the there's middle big, of summer. A, okay. There's a person in there. Yeah. Remember, there is a person in there. And if you can help that person not feel like they're going to pass out, they don't have to wear the head. Let him walk around like that. I mean, here's the coolest part. This is something I wish people would understand is that when you have someone who's a face character, who knows where that conversation's going to go? And that's something I really love about like meeting a character that you could talk to. I mean, you could talk about space stuff. You could talk about who knows. These characters, they have such like they have so much that they could share i'm pretty sure like within the storyline we'll say that not outside don't do that be nice um 
But I mean, how cool is it to talk to him and kind of just learn? I mean, after you've seen the movie, I think it'd be pretty cool. There's a yeah. it's a lot of fun. Definitely. And from what I've been reading, uh, Buzz likes to talk a lot about churros for some reason. That's what I've been seeing on Twitter. (laughs) I don't know how true that is, but he loves talk about churros. I'm (laughs) assuming since the churro cart is right around the corner. I don't know. That's my point. You got Senior Buzz over there at uh, in uh, Senior Buzz Churro at California Adventure. You got all kinds of Buzz Churro things. So talk about churros. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Countless stories. Yeah. I just, (laughs) I don't know. I agree with you. It is funny that Merida is the only face character that exists for the Pixar characters because there's so many that I think could exist as face characters easily. Oh, like yeah. Helen from The Incredibles is easily just a face character, right? There's no reason for her to have that mask on. I mean, I think if if you if you did one Incredibles character, you'd have to do all of the Incredibles characters to make it look, you know, well together right it's the one thing that i don't like is like all right here's aladdin and then here's creepy plastic face jafar yeah (laughs) it always throws me off and (laughs) i mean look if if they wanted a character bring out mama imelda Put some face paint. Yeah. We'd be happy. We'd be I mean, so happy. Miguel, like, how, <laughs> yes. how, that's not yeah. hard. There, there's plenty exactly. of, of, of humanoid characters. We're not saying that, you know, <laughs> Mirabel Dory's going to come out. Too. No, no, no. <laughs> hmm? Mirabel uh, yes, is a face exactly. character, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's a Disney animation, not Pixar. Yeah, well, look. Eh, yeah, we can, okay. we can argue about talk- that till we're purple in the face. <laughs> if we're talking strictly <laughs> Pixar, I mean, at Disney, you, you, you have all the princesses and everybody. There's plenty of face characters there. That's true. But if we're talking strictly Pixar, it's a it's a more limited. You can't have, like, face character Mike Wazowski. That would be kind of weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> all right, you go for it. <laughs> Face character, Alimine McQueen. <laughs> well, I mean, to a certain extent, they are face characters, right? Because it's a vehicle that's a yeah. vehicle. Also, if if you've not looked up, uh, I apologize in advance, Mike Kachowski. Um, go ahead and look up Mike Kachowski and have a little nightmare uh, there for you, Mike Kachowski. Oh, it's it's not fun, but it's silly. It's nothing bad, but it's <laughs> it, it it it's a a fun picture to look at. But anyway, that's that's not what we. Oh, Melissa just looked at it. She died. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to send me a link so I can look at it. This is yes. this cracks me up because I like weird. So here we go. It's very weird. <laughs> All right, I'm looking it up now. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Uh, <laughs> there's a Shrek and version too. <laughs> I scrolled down. There's a Shrek version. A Shrek Wazowski or a, a Shrek, a Shrek Kach- Kachowski? Uh, oh, gee, oh, jeez. <laughs> Just layers upon layers upon layers. Oh, that's the internet. Oh, yeah, you gotta love it. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it makes sense in this case, uh, especially considering that I think it goes along with the story that they're trying to tell, that this is supposed to be a person in this universe that Andy looks up to. And, you know, making that connection, I think, is cool. You know, just think of it as the multiverse. We'll, We'll somehow throw the Marvel multiverse in here and we'll say that this is just Captain Lightyear from another universe. And there, boom. Problem solved. Meeting it's adjourned. It's like you're in the. It's in the metaverse. Who knows? It is. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. 
Uh, all right. So the last thing is I do want to throw props out for this one account that Mel found. Mel, do you want to tell us about it since we're talking about this film? Yes. So we've talked about how we really love 3D printing and what 3D printing can make. And this guy, ooh, this guy 3D printed his own Buzz Lightyear suit. Just kind of like the one we see at Disneyland. <laughs> it's so well done. And it took, like, I was reading, it took about a few weeks. A few weeks to, you know, more than that. So, this guy, okay, so his handle is Build Daniel Build. And he has pictures of all these things that he's done with 3D printing. And if you know us, you know that we're, we just love details. We love dedication and what people could do. Because 3D printing, I mean, the sky's the limit pretty much. So this guy is just impressive. And I had to show you guys. I'm like, this, this is awesome. Like, I don't want to know how much it, it costs to make this. But it's a beautiful piece of art that's. Uh, it's just so cool. Just so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are the types of projects that I look at and I instantly think to myself, man, I, I wish I could do that. You know, yes. I wish I had a 3D printer. <laughs> and look, honestly, even if I had a 3D printer, I know that I'm not going to produce things like this right off, right out of the gate, right? Because these right. take a lot of practice. They take a lot of knowledge and a lot of trial and error uh, it takes a lot of learning the machine that you have so that you know what the yeah. limits are. You have to know, you know, how far you can stretch the filament that you're using and what types of tools you need. Because sometimes I look at these 3D prints and they are super smooth. They're like painted nicely yeah. and everything. And everything that I've read and seen about 3D printing, and even Gavin told me about this too. I don't know if you remember, but um, before Gavin moved he made me a Mando helmet for me oh, to put yeah. together. And one thing that he mentioned was, you know, when you're piecing this together, just know that you're going to have to sand it down and you're going to have to kind of prime it because no 3D print ever comes out perfectly. There's always these grooves and edges that you have to kind of sand yeah. down and everything. Yeah. And so knowing the tricks, I know that there's some people that dip it into certain chemicals to kind of smooth it out so that they don't have to do a lot of sanding. You have to know what type of like Bondo and products to use to fill in certain holes that don't always work out. You you learn a lot about how to correct things that you accidentally break when you're taking it off the plate so you don't have to do the full print again. So yeah. there's a lot that goes into these 3D prints. But the better you get at it, Oh man, like the pieces, like there's, there's, I forgot the name of the account. I'm going to try to find it. I'll share it um, oh, either uh, on Instagram or on Discord. But, you know, the majority of these products that we've seen is always like Iron Man helmets and Mandalorian helmets and everything. But there's this one guy that creates entire statue pieces of comic book characters. Like he's got the oh, Punisher wow. and Rogue and Gambit and. <coughs> And like Wonder Woman and all sorts of stuff. And he 3D prints everything. 
And then he sits there and he meticulously paints everything. And these look like they are machine made. They it doesn't look like it was like a three D print at all. Right? It looks like injection molding or something. Nice. And I'm I'm blown away by his account. I'm gonna try to find it. And once I do, I'll share it. I'll I'll post it over on Discord as well. Uh, If he's on Instagram, I'll try to share it there as well. But, I mean, this is the type of work that just keeps me in awe, right? And this Lightyear costume or this Buzz Lightyear costume, uh, because it's not the the Buzz – it's not the Lightyear costume. It's the Buzz Lightyear toy that he's recreating. Yeah, correct. I've never seen anybody create that. Right, it's just and and the way that it's it's painted and presented, it's man. Oh yeah, it's cool. <laughs> the way that he that weathered is... it is super cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, if you want to check it out, Build Daniel Build is who you want to follow over on Instagram. Check it out. We'll post it on Discord. That way you can follow him directly through there. But. Oh, I'm ev- I'm telling you, every time I see this, I just keep thinking, all right, I got to drop some more money in the 3D printer fund. <laughs> yeah. exactly. now, now that right. I'm now that I'm clearing up a bunch of space, you know, so that now that I've been giving away so much stuff, maybe whatever I sell goes into the 3D printer fund. And there you go. You know, maybe by the end of the year, it'll be what Santa brings me. What Santa myself brings me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best santa right he knows exactly yeah, what i want santa, all the time <laughs> exactly dear santa 22 cards from cardistry con a 3d printer this lego haunted mansion thing and preferably <laughs> this build of casita in lego format thank you right? <laughs> love hazen <laughs> p.s sorry about the cookies here's the milk <laughs> All right, that's it. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, any final comments before we close out this podcast? Uh, be kind to cast members. Remember, we're doing that every time. Be kind to cast members. Absolutely. We didn't hear any bad things about stuff, but always be kind to cast members. That's our that's our new motto. Absolutely. That's a great way to end it. So that's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.